Welcome to Nano Sessions, a NanoLumens podcast where we chat with the experts on all things visualization. All right, joining me today on the Pro AV podcast is Bob Hafke. He's the Senior Business Development Specialist at NanoLumens. Bob, thank you so much for joining the Pro AV podcast here today. Oh, glad to be here. So today we're talking about LED displays on university campuses. And Bob, technology has come so far in recent years that college students these days, they've basically grown up with technology surrounding them their whole lives at this point. So how are colleges and universities really adapting to use LED displays to help keep up with the times? Well, what we've seen it as in a couple of different ways. We've seen it used as more of an informational type of conduit for students to find out what's going on around campus, current events, uh, live events, um, also for uh, fundraising activities if they're part of associations on campus to where they want to generate some fundraising opportunities. It's a good place to, to broadcast that type of information and have it uh, interactive as well. Based on back-end technology, there's a lot of interactivity that's that can be utilized through LED. Additionally, we've seen this use even classroom type settings to where it's an interactive type touchscreen application where you can uh, drag and drop content across the screen and, and use it as a teaching tool as well. So that's really fascinating because, uh, you know, you when you talk about universities and colleges, you can talk about two different educations, the education in the classroom, but also the education that you receive by joining groups and clubs and being a part of the, the greater university life. And it sounds like what you guys are doing is helping with both of those separate educations that occur on college campuses. They, uh, yeah, they do uh, use that as well. Basically, what we've seen, uh, for example, at Indiana University, we have a display in the uh, common building area to where they can come in and utilize this technology for gaming, even. We've quad the screen to where four activities can be going on at one time. They can actually see current news, news feeds, ESPN, maybe watch a, a, a game that's going on on campus uh, rather than being in the stadium. They can gather there. Additionally, they've used it as a teaching tool for gaming development. So they're testing technology that they're developing in terms of game development and seeing what works and what doesn't work. So there's several different applications, if that's what you're getting at with your question. Yeah, absolutely. And you're a graduate of Indiana University. So what was it like getting to go back to your alma mater and see it transformed in this way? Yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, that particular building was an old building that they renovated. So they basically, it still has the old um, classic architectural feel on the outside, but on the inside, it's uh, very modern. So it's kind of a, a cool thing to know that you're uh, making a positive influence on, on your campus. So one of the words you keep hearing around AV these days is is experience. How do you create and craft an experience that people remember? How do you approach that challenge at, at NanoLumens as you really try to address that question? Well, we try to understand what the client wants, uh, whether it be through an end user going directly in, in communication with them or through an architect or AV consultant seeing um, what their vision is and then uh, trying to interact with our technology to make sure that we can bring it to con from a concept to a reality. So we really strive to do things that way. One of the things that makes us unique at Nanolumens is that we can provide a curved technology that is seamless and we have patents on that so that when people do come to us with ideas, sometimes we can expand their horizons by offering them uh, our input and our experience of what we've done in the past with other clients. Uh, once they find out a little bit more of our capabilities, 
uh, we can craft even better designs than they even anticipated. So what are some of your favorite creative solutions and designs that you've seen done during your time at NanoLumens? Well, not so much generally on a campus level, but we've done a couple of really nice uh, displays uh, in an auditorium setting, which could definitely translate into uh, a campus area, uh, whether it be an auditorium on campus. But we did a, a display that was uh, five-sided. Uh, it could have been a, a true semicircle or circle display, uh, what we call a wrap. But it ended up being five-sided, but it was still seamless. So it um, almost looked like a pentagon uh, of sorts. And then um, it was able to display five 16 by 9 aspect ratio screens so that any part of the auditorium uh, could see the activity that's going on on the screen as well as on the stage. That's pretty incredible. And it's also uh, the, another capability on that, just uh, to clarify, is that it's able to be raised and lowered. So from a servicing standpoint, it's on a motor. Uh, we can lower it all the way down to the ground and, and service it without having to go through a lot of um, heartache of bringing in a bunch of lifts and uh, other costly materials that could uh, up your your user experience cost uh, from a facility standpoint in terms of servicing. That's pretty incredible. So you have a pretty vast amount of experience in the tech field. You know, you've been on the software side, the hardware side, event management. You just have a lot of experience in, in different areas. How has that experience really helped you as you've prepared to help schools and businesses achieve their AV goals? Well, it kind of helps knowing where where they sit, being in, in their shoes, so to speak. So it kind of helps me understand their realities because their realities are obviously not always aligned with what our realities are. And once you can understand what their goal is and what they're trying to achieve, you can kind of ask the right questions to, to get the information you want uh, to give them the solution that they're looking for, or, or, you know, or be honest enough with them and upfront enough with them to say, hey, this is not a fit. You might want to go this way. Uh, we don't want to force something into something that's not going to work. Because that's going to eventually, down the road, that's going to look bad for us. And then uh, we probably lose a customer that we could possibly gain for future business. Sure. And and one of the challenges can often be budget, right? Not I've heard it said before that, uh, that nobody has the budget they wish they had. So how do you take uh, somebody's dreams and goals and help them fit it in such a way that they can also afford, you know, what, what they're trying to do when it comes to AV? Yeah, we try to cut that uh, to the to the chase real early in our conversations and, and try to establish what they have as available budget. And most oftentimes they, they will um, give a bit of a pause on that and, and want to get the information without revealing what their true budget is. But we'll try to get an idea of what their limitations are so that we can craft the, the right solution to fit their needs. And oftentimes, uh, this type of technology is more of an add-on or, or on a wish list of an overall larger AV imp implementation or overall architectural project. So oftentimes these types of displays or this type of uh, project can be a, a engineering cut um, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the budget, because it's oftentimes a wish list rather than a, a, a need. Uh, so what are some of the uh, most common uh, issues or challenges that you see universities and colleges have when they come to you and they say, hey, this is, this is what we'd like to achieve. These are maybe the issues that we see. What are some of the most common ones that you, you've come up against? 
I think the issue that you mentioned before, which is budget, um, oftentimes they don't see or because they haven't had as much experience with LED, they don't know how uh, costly it can be because there's a lot involved, not just with the hardware itself, but all of the uh, back-end equipment that goes with it because what they want and, and the capabilities of what they can deliver often depends on different types of technology interacting with our screen. So, for example, a content management system which interacts with our display can be very broad or it can be very basic depending on what they want. So if they want to do all types of uh, windowing, which, which is basically splitting the screen into different quadrants, showing different types of content, um, that can be a little bit costly on the hardware side depending on how how much diversity they want in their display. And also interactivity, because with interactivity you have to have a lot of uh, different different types of applications, whether it be software, players, and content management systems all interacting together. So when, when you get to that point, um, the cost can go up exponentially. Plus you're having to also incorporate the use of, a, of an integration firm that's gonna make this all work either with with their existing AV staff or uh, as a as a service provider. Yeah, that's a really good point. How often do you interact with people who have just not thought about how AV can be incorporated into classroom settings or university settings? I think sometimes people assume, oh, AV is for the stadiums. It's for, you know, the big concerts or the sporting events. How often do you get the opportunity to kind of explain to people, no, you can actually use it in these creative ways, in ways that would uh, benefit your student body? The knowledge base out there is getting more uh, educated so that with with our constant marketing efforts here, we're able to get information across like case studies and to people to where they pick it up and respond to us. And so we're, when we're getting inquiries now and when we're calling outbound, people have more knowledge of our technology and they see the use of it. Um, the, the thing that uh, we try to differentiate ourselves from standard technology is most universities are used to using LCD versus LED and uh, the capabilities are very similar, although our technology is a little bit uh, different than a standard LCD in that uh, we're able to get more clarity of an image um, than, than LCD from a, from a distance, I should say. The brightness and the, and the length of time that this technology, the LED technology, will be in use uh, has a longer life cycle. Um, once you're dealing with LCDs, oftentimes what they do is they will combine several different screens in order to make one large screen. And when you do that, sometimes the life expectancy of that LCD isn't always consistent. So you might have one or two screens go out or fade over time, whereas the others are, are still crisp and clean. But once you have to replace those, then you have an issue which with what we call color matching. Um, so oftentimes that uh, does not look very good and oftentimes the models of those particular manufacturers, they don't uh, last very long. They'll change the model so that uh, the latest and greatest might not be available uh, once they bought the prior version, if you understand what I'm saying. 
Yeah, absolutely. And even just in in your explanation of that, it causes me to think that when I was in college a few years back, it was all projector screens, you know, and you had to wait a while for them to warm up and that sort of thing. And there wasn't really any digital signage on campus. Now, just to see how far we've come in such a short time, what do you see on the horizon as new innovations that are coming down the pipeline that, that make you excited about being in this field? I think more of the interactivity and how that works with LED is coming into play. Uh, Hopefully, uh, what we've seen overall is price of LED has come down quite a bit. I've been here about a little over five years, and the price has gone down quite a bit, as well as what we call the the density of the pixels, the pixel pitch, which uh, it's getting finer and finer, so the resolutions are getting finer and finer, uh, so the detail... Uh, of the image is is getting crisper and cleaner and you can get really up close to it whereas when i first started um what we called an optimal viewing distance might be you know eight to ten to twelve feet now we're getting down to the point where it's like two to three feet um so you can get right up on it and not see the pixelization or when i mean pixelization i mean you can actually see the led dots so it's getting to a point now where, where it's so fine that you can't even see the dots when you're standing right in front of it. Yeah, that is that is really exciting and really something that is to look forward to, I suppose, just as things continue to improve down the road of LED technology. How much has personalization of experience really come into play for you guys at NanoLumens as you continue to work towards building those experiences for people? We see more and more that it, it can craft experiences that are personal for each individual. How much have you guys really dove into that side of the technology? I'm not sure. It's, it's, it's really a that we see it as much of a personalization uh, because we're dealing more or less with the corporate world or universities. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've we always been one here at Nanolumis to, to bring a concept to reality. So whatever their vision is, we want to try and create it as best we can to their, their, their wish. So we built case studies around when we first got, say, for example, a design opportunity, an architecture, for architectural firm is working with say an end user and they have a project that they are bidding to win uh, they win the project we do our best to get in ahead of that point to specify our product into that design so that when that reality is finalized it's our design work along with the architect that makes that happen so from that point i can see where you're saying personalization is is being achieved but what we're trying to do is be able to be broad enough to appeal to different types of users across um, that campus for example if we're talking about universities or that corporate culture Sure. So you have the opportunity to go into a university and maybe the university has invested in some technology over recent years, you know, for a science lab or for a computer lab. And and you have the opportunity then to go in and make the lobby of, you know, a student center, the lobby of a a research building, very interactive and and AV focused and and bring it more into the times. How rewarding is it when you get to see the finished product uh, from beginning to end? Oh, it's very nice, especially when they have their uh, grand openings or kickoffs or whatever they have in terms of an event to introduce the new building or ribbon-cutting ceremony, for example. It's really nice to see how in awe they are of the technology once they get a chance to look at it in action. Um, It's always, from from my perspective, I think we've always exceeded those expectations with our end users and our clients. 
Yeah, absolutely. I was reading around on the uh, NanoLumens website and just reading some of the customer testimonies was was really exciting just to see how people were enthusiastic about the finished product that you guys provided and the way that it served their needs, I, I think has to be one of those things that uh, that you see and you think it's, it's really rewarding to be in this field and to be in this business. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. So what are some of the challenges facing the AV industry right now, especially in what NanoLumens does with LED display technology in particular? Well, there's several factors. I mean, it's just competition. There's, there are a lot of manufacturers out there, and, and they, uh, the thing about NanoLumens is that we believe in quality versus uh, oftentimes um, just cutting the price to, to get the deal. Um, one of the things that we've seen recently is with the, the trade wars that are going on overseas is that some of the products that we compete against have been uh, on the tariff list. Uh, so we're seeing some of our competitors having to increase their prices in order to combat the, uh, the trade wars that are going on now with China and the U.S. Uh, for our sake right now, we have not seen that affect our pricing because we have uh, the capability of uh, designating our technology as American-made. Uh, we, we provide uh, a service that uh, has uh, manufacturing based here so that we're able to respond to clients once an issue happens, if an issue happens with our displays, that is a lot quicker than some of our competitors because they're dealing overseas. Yeah, absolutely. And that the issue of the tariffs and the trade war is something that I've seen come up a lot recently just in the industry. And so it's interesting that you guys have managed to not not really be a part of those concerns is certainly an advantage to you guys and, and a testament to what you're able to achieve there at NanoLumens, which is uh, which is really exciting and, and something to certainly be proud of as far as being American made and that sort of thing. Yes, definitely. We're uh, a company that has a lot of veterans that uh, we employ. So we, we really... Uh, try to, to hammer that point home that, you know, you're, when you're picking up the phone and calling NanoLumens, you're going to be talking to somebody here that's North American based, and, and it's going to be a quick response, and we're going to do everything we can to, to make sure everything's running right 100% uh, 24-7. That is excellent, and it's really cool to hear about some of the uh, the innovations going on on college campuses these days to make it more interactive, to make it more inclusive, uh, and to improve that learning environment. That is Bob Hafke. He's the Senior Business Development Specialist at NanoLumens. Bob, thank you so much for the time this morning. 